0: Okay, everybody. This is the May 2019 group meeting. You're going to hear some ding-dongs, people joining us. It is straight up 2 o'clock in my neck of the woods. It's probably 3 o'clock Eastern and 12 noon Pacific time. So if you're here, you are here at the right time. And we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff today. We had a request from one of our uh, clients to talk about a couple of very specific things. And so, Kevin, thank you very much. I'm happy to accommodate any requests. If we haven't already covered something in the videos on the mentoring program side and you want me to talk about it more in depth or it's something new that we haven't discussed, I'm happy to discuss it on the monthly meetings so you can thank Kevin for our of our agenda today. Um, We're going to talk about Google 2019 updates, uh, stuff that you need to know about the value of SEO, where it's headed, and where it's um, coming from. And then we're going to talk about Medicare Advantage plans for non-medical home care. And then we're going to look at a summary of our programs because there are a lot of them now. And although we were We kind of have consolidated the branding. There's a lot of different things you can participate in, and they are all available pretty much um, as standalone programs, or of course, if you are in them all together, it is a much, a very discounted situation. So we're going to talk about all that stuff, and of course, at the end, I'll take questions, and I will do my very best to answer those uh, as, as knowledgeably as I can. All right, so let's talk about changes in Google and is SEO dead? So there are a lot of articles out there. You can Google it. If you type in is SEO dead, you will get all kinds of opinions. Generally speaking, SEO is not dead and you still need it and content is king. And I am not the um, guru that came up with all the stuff you're about to see. Uh, It is Neil Patel and his the link to this actual article is at the bottom of my screen here. So if you want to read the whole thing, you can. I'm going to give you the sort of five-minute overview. So what what you're looking at on the screen is the difference in Google search results between 2013 and 2019. So just remember that everything you learned uh, five years ago is no longer very valid. It is. Google has changed the way we see search and they are 100% go mobile, they want everything to be mobile. So when you look at this 2013 screenshot, you can, I I remember this, I'm sure you do too, um, where the ads were kind of highlighted in a little yellow and now they are not highlighted in yellow the ads are only identified by the little square that says ad next to it. So when you're doing a Google search, the first four results very well may be for an ad. Um, And then what you see here is what they call a news snippet. um, And that is the best answer they can find on whatever it is you're typing in. And then there's some other snippets. And then the organic search starts way down at the bottom. So the number one position used to be at the very top of the page under like three ads. So we would get somebody to number one on the first page of Google, and they would be right there. Now, um, if you're, even if you're number one on the first page of Google, you are way down below the scroll line. If you can see this light blue line across the screen here, that is the scroll line. That means you're, you're, on your computer, you're only going to see this top half. So um, you are way down here in the organic results. A couple of things to know about that. Number one, I still do not believe that Google pay-per-click is the way to go for you as a home care agency. I think that you're going to waste 80% of your dollars on job seekers who, by the way, are not qualified to work for you. And uh, you're going to get 20% of the clicks that you're going to get on an ad. And trust me when I say in 11 years, we have tried every manageable idea about wording and keywords and the whole shebang. Um, 20% of the people who click on your ads are going to be uh, people who do need care or are looking for help, um, but there's a high percentage of them who will not qualify for private pay. So... Unless you accept Medicaid and you can take a big hit on the 80-20 rule financially, it's just not a great idea. Some of you may have found some kind of amazing person who can do this, but in my um, 11-year history, I have asked, for when people say, this works beautifully for us, it's a great return on investment, I have said, okay, show me the numbers. Show me how many clients you receive versus how much you've been spending per month. And I've heard numbers up to $11,000 per month. That is ridiculous. Please do not do that. Um, But the return on investment, you know, maybe they got one big case that was huge for the year. That is not a good return on investment. That's putting all of your eggs in one basket. Of course, everybody wants a big case. So my recommendation is that Google AdWords, and we've tried it many ways, is never a good investment for a home care agency. If you're doing it and you're enjoying it and it's working for you, hallelujah, don't stop it, don't fix it if it ain't broke. However, I would say that it's probably 90% of the time a waste of money. Okay, so this is what we want to talk about, though, today is your organic presence. So that means not ads at all. And so it's gone from being on the top of the page in 2013 all the way down here to the bottom of the page. Another... um, piece of this information that has changed, and I didn't put a slide up about this, is we are accustomed to seeing 10 organic results or 10 spots on the first page of Google. You always count 1 to 10. If you're in the 1 through 10 spot, you are on the first page. In a lot of cases these days, now there are only 7 spots, 7 organic spots on the first page of Google. And this isn't even considering mobile. This is just what it looks like on a desktop. So, SEO is not dead. You still need to have relevant, good, unique content, but you cannot rely on Google to give you new leads and new um, clients all the time. It's just not going to do it. So yes, you need to do SEO, but you can't rely on it as your only source of traffic or income. Diversify, not because of Google, but because you can't control consumer behavior people may not prefer to use search engines in the future they may want something else which means you'll have to adapt plus you can no longer build a big business through one channel facebook did grow through referrals quora did grow through seo dropbox grew through social media but those circumstances don't exist anymore and what worked for these old companies don't work it won't work for you you have to leverage all channels to do well in today's market if you are a client, you know that we don't just rely on Facebook, we don't just rely on Google, we don't just rely on Pinterest or any of those others or Twitter, it's everybody. We are on all platforms that are relevant. The only one that we do not, we want you to use, but we do not currently use is Instagram because Um, We use Instagram, and I think you should use Instagram, but you have to do it from your phone, your desktop. It is not one of those where we can easily manage it in an automated fashion. It is a post by post by post. It's a very manual process. So while we can do it, it would cost an arm and a leg to have one of our staff post for each individual person every single day. And another thing is that Instagram is all about pictures. So you need to have the person who's on your marketing team, who's out there, attending events, taking pictures, really be that Instagram person for you. Okay, so every platform is important right now. And I would not waste my time on things like Tumblr or StumbleUpon or things like that. But your biggest audience is going to be on Facebook. Facebook gets older by the day. That's great news for you because moms, dads, grandparents are all on Facebook and it is it, you're going to read stories Oh Facebook lost 15 million users or Facebook did this or Facebook did that. at the end of the day, they are going to be very relevant for a very, very long time. And it's not going to be just Facebook. We're also going to start seeing Snapchat becoming a super relevant Uh, kind of um, platform. So as the kids start realizing that parents are liking certain platforms, they're gonna move on to other platforms and all the parents and grandparents are gonna be on uh, maybe Snapchat or another one. So in the future, Facebook may not be as relevant as it is today, but I guarantee you for at least the next five or 10 years, they will find a way to stay relevant to a huge amount of the population. So what that means for you is that you need to make sure your Facebook presence is as amazing as possible. And if you're our client, we're doing our best to help you with that. Okay, you have to leverage all channels to do well in today's market. So here are my recommendations. Stop marinating on SEO. That doesn't mean you shouldn't pay attention to it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do your best. That doesn't mean you don't need content. What I'm saying is obsessing about the where you fall on the first page of Google is not worth your worry. Um, the content is key, content is needed, content is needed all the time. Um, but to really, really freak out over whether you're number one or number 12 or number 42 on the first page of, or on Google for a certain keyword phrase is a complete waste of your worry and time. Focus on your target market. Where are they? They're on Facebook right now. And know that this online marketing game changes every six months. And that's my job and my team's job is to make sure that you guys are kept up to speed with all the changes in social media or our programs are up to speed. The one constant and that this has been true for 11 years. This has never changed in 11 years. This has not changed. So I'm saying this to you is a 100% certainty. The one constant in 11 years of social media, is content. Blog posting, videos, podcasts, you name it, whatever form of content you create or we create for you, that is what remains constant and relevant. If you're not in a program that provides unique content for you on a weekly, monthly, daily basis, then you are completely missing the boat. So you are in the right place, Keep doing what you're doing. Keep submitting that company news. That's 11 years. Lots of things have changed. Content has not. Okay, so what I put? What would Valerie V do? But I change it to what does Valerie V do? If I owned a home care agency today, and I do own a small business, so much like you, and it's focused on a lot of different things, but you know, you guys are my main focus. So I have stopped marinating on SEO. You know what? If we show up as number six, number five, number two, whatever it, you know, it's also by location. So as everybody's on a mobile device, if they're within a one mile radius of your office and they type in home care, they're going to see your business. If they're 50 miles away, and they type in home care, they're gonna see people who the home care agencies that are closest to them. If your office is five miles from your home, and there are lots of home care agencies in your area, then you're probably going to see someone else's home care agency show up when you're at your house versus at your office. So please don't marinate on SEO, but know that content is important. I publish three blog posts per week. So some of those are on Home Care Daily, LTC Social Mark, and Approved Senior Network. We have content going into three different websites all week long, um, and we repurpose that content. So I'm going to talk to you about what that means. Uh, We publish one video per week. Now, I have gone from one a day, which is killer for their schedule, to about one a week, which is perfect for me. I would love to do more, maybe two or three a week, but one a week is where I'm going at the moment. We publish one podcast episode per week. So what happens is I take that video, I upload it to a place called Buzzsprout, and I change that into, it just takes the audio out, and that is our podcast for the week. Um, We post to Facebook daily, which is what we also do for you guys. Um, So uh, we have something going out that's inspirational or newsy every single day, plus we have blog posts that go out. Uh, We post to Instagram. Now, this is something we have to do as a company. We can't outsource this at all um, two times a week. So usually that's our blog post, two times, three times a week. And we post to Pinterest one to three times per week. So those are the blog posts I talk about up here. So these blog posts actually serve a, a lot of purpose for us and they serve a lot of purpose for you. Maybe we're blog posting for you twice a month, or maybe we're doing it once a week. Some of you, you're all on different plans. Whatever you want us to do is fine, but you need to participate with company news. I'm doing the same thing I'm asking you to do, and so, and I'm, but I'm, I'm doing actually more because we're not asking you to do a video per week, and we're not asking you to do a podcast. Um, The videos we create for you are fine. You can um, boost those videos and go out on your Facebook page. You can boost those to your local, you know, 50 mile radius for 10 bucks for 10 days. That's fine. When I say video, I'm physically making a video with me in it. Um, And you guys, so we cannot turn the little videos we make for you into a podcast. That doesn't, there's no words. So that doesn't make sense. Um, if you start doing video, that would be the most amazing thing you could ever do for your business. And before you roll your eyes and go, oh my, like, like I have time for that. I can't tell you how, how much that would explode your business. If you did a video a week, but there's certain parameters you have to, you have to meet, you have to have a, a, not a, not a great camera, no $900 cameras. I have a $60 camera sitting in front of me. And you know what? People watch it. People, I have more podcast listeners than I do viewers of my videos. Um, and that is the honest to God truth. I have hundreds of people that listen to the podcast because they don't have time to watch a video. They listen to it in their car. They listen to it while they're running, walking, exercising, whatever they're doing. They can listen to it from their A-L-E-X-A. If I say it out loud, she'll answer me. Um, that's the Amazon, You know, you know who. Uh, they listen to it from iTunes, they can listen to it from Spotify, anything, it's everywhere. Um, So one video per week, one podcast, we don't ask you guys to do this. We do post to Facebook for you daily, Monday through Friday, uh, and your blog posts go out. We cannot do Instagram automatically, we ask you to do your own Instagram. You can just regurgitate the stuff we do from Facebook or from your blog posts. Um, We do post your stuff to Pinterest every week. We look back, and any posts you have on your blog, we post them to Pinterest for you. And then posting to LinkedIn three times per week. Um, So blog posts always go to Pinterest, and then any of your company news will go to Pinterest. We do not um, add additional content to that. The challenge with LinkedIn is that you have to pay attention to the messages we send you because if you're – if LinkedIn is very picky, and every 90 days, it makes you re-authenticate or change your password or whatever, and that means that we have to re-authenticate on our end. So Dawn is constantly sending support tickets out to remind people that it's time to re-up their LinkedIn or help us reconnect. So <clears throat> if you want us to post to LinkedIn, your blog post to LinkedIn, you have to pay attention to this. And guess What? Your company page is not as important as your personal profile. And guess what else? It's not really a personal profile. It's a professional profile. And your content needs to go to your professional profile for your company. And your profile needs to be up to date. And for goodness sakes, you need to have a freaking picture on there. And if you don't, no one will pay attention to you. Zero people. And nobody wants to do business with your your um, logo, your company page. They want to do business with you, human being. It's social media. You, human being, human being, human being, social media. <sighs> I'll be so glad when everybody gets it on LinkedIn. Okay, and you need to publish a monthly newsletter once a month. You know why? You may hate spam or, or emails or newsletters or whatever, but if somebody's in the market for senior care and they have inquired with you uh, and you put them on your newsletter list or their referral source, they do pay attention, especially if you're contributing company news. And the reason is because they're nosy um, if they're a referral source and they want to see all the exciting, cool things you're doing if they're like uh, if they're, you know, a client, potential client. They may not have pulled the trigger yet, but reminding them every month that you exist and that you're doing all these things out in your community and that you have educational content is is fabulous. I want to know how engaged and how committed my home care agency is that I choose. And if I see all their stuff and I know that they're a happy group of people and they're out there serving their community as well as serving their clients, that makes me trust them more. They're not afraid to put it out there. So all of you have a monthly newsletter that goes out. If you do not contribute content, you're going to get a low open rate. If you contribute content, you will get a higher open rate. It's just the nature of the beast. So this is what Valerie V. would do. All right, let's switch gears a minute and talk about Medicare Advantage plans. So I'm going to give you the information that I can find right now and show you what I found when I did a little search to see if if I, as a home care agency, non-medical home care agency, could sign up for a contract. If you are with a franchise, chances are your franchise has already provided you this information. They have probably already submitted um, contracts or told you how to submit a contract based on the state that you're in or the plans that <clears throat> provide the service in your state. Hold on. <coughs> It's a little allergy. Okay, the 2020 rules from CMS CMS give uh, managed. Uh, I'm sorry, Medicare Advantage plans permission to cover benefits that have a reasonable expectation of improving or maintaining the health or overall function of beneficiaries with chronic conditions. While the services a Medic, and Medicare a Medicare Advantage or uh, I'm sorry Medicare Advantage organization chooses to cover are discretionary. The new 2020 rules open the door for a number of non-medical services that address social detriments of health. You're going to hear me say that again, social detriments of health. That is a phrase that you need to remember, social detriments of health, or environmental factors that can affect people's well-being. Some examples include home modification, companion care, carpet cleaning, and more. Most home care insiders have targeted 2020 and 2021 for the ramping up of M.A. business opportunities. Uh, up to, so here's what some, uh, the initial, when this initially came out, some of the uh, Medicare Advantage plans were giving up to 124 hours um, annually of in-home health aid for respite care, home-based chores, assistance with activities of daily living. If you look at 40 hours a week, which, you know, it might not really be 40 hours, but you're looking at three weeks of service, if you're, you um, Looking at 20 hours per week, it yeah, would be about six weeks of service. So I'm not sure that, you know, I mean, for it's obviously great if you want to add it on. The reimbursement is not going to be a private pay reimbursement. It might be better than Medicaid. I don't know, but it's probably not better than private pay. Um, and I don't know if three weeks times 40 hours of care is worth your time, but it might be. Um, to fill out a few contracts. It just depends on how many hoops you're going to have to jump through. Data, okay, this is important. So for many years, uh, I know Melanie Stover says this over and over and over again, and if you're not doing it, you need to start doing it. You are not required as a non-medical home care provider or senior care provider to uh, um, keep track of things like when was their last hospitalization? Did you keep them out of the hospital for over 30 days? Did they not readmit in 30 days for the same diagnosis? You should be keeping track of that stuff because data and evidence to support outcomes is always a great way to start the conversation but another good thing to think about is understanding opportunities from a geographic perspective. So homes or facilities align with our service area, for example. So what does that mean? That's a quote from one of the articles on Home Healthcare News. And what, what the person is saying is, if you want a contract and you want to get chosen to be a provider and you want to consistently be a provider for any of the manage, Medicare Advantage plans then you need to start keeping track of data and evidence to support outcomes that they like. In other words, lower hospital readmission rates. Also, you gotta you got to be able to serve their service area. So if your service area is limited, then you need to make sure that you, you know, they have enough people in your local area that would be worth your while. Um, if you, you may get a call for somebody who's typically outside of your service area. How many times can you turn that down before they say, yeah, well, we're not going to call them again? I don't know. These are all things that you guys have to work out on your own. So here's just some uh, everything. Everybody's going to have a different state issue. So whatever the Medicare Advantage plans are in your city, state, county um, that serve your area. That's who you want to contract with, or attempt to contract with, and the only way to figure that out is either to a talk to somebody who's already done it, or b go to the website and I'll show you what I found. So Anthem is one of the early adopters. They're pretty much um, they're in more than six states. Uh, Humana, United Healthcare, Aetna, um, and then Kaiser is, has bought a uh, home care. I guess I don't know if it's a fran- I guess a franchise. Um, and they're probably going to primarily use them. So I went to United Healthcare's website, and this is the – I just looked around for what I thought might be helpful. And the words join our network um, were, the, were actually the words I was looking for. So if you go to any of the main websites for a Medicare Advantage or an insurance company that offers Medicare Advantage, and you go to join our network or look for some kind of network – Um, type you know for professionals look for that information usually you can find what you need and there's usually a number to call if you have trouble so if you go to this UHC provider resource library join our network there's all kinds of information how to documents things like that they require some kind of certification I don't know what that is and it might be different from state to state Um, pay attention to this you're going to start hearing this and this is why you need to keep track of data. So I don't care what kind of patient it is, whether it's dementia, CHF, um, it could be COPD, it could be somebody post hip, post knee, uh, any of those things. You're going to want to start keeping track of the last date of their hospitalization, their primary diagnosis, and when, if they, you know, stayed at home for greater than 30 days without readmission for the same diagnosis. So if somebody's home uh, after a total knee replacement, but they readmit in 25 days for pneumonia, that's two different things. What we don't want them to readmit for is um, complications due to their knee, their actual surgery on their knee. So that's just a, uh, or if they came home with pneumonia, came home after um, in the hospitalization with pneumonia, we don't want them to readmit within 30 days for pneumonia. You guys have heard this before. Pay attention to this, more than eight and 10 payers are integrating social determinants of health into their member, member programs. Social determinants of health, I mentioned that on the previous slide. That means um, housing, access to food, access, nutritional access, um, access to socialization, uh, cleanliness. Do they have, is their house a complete disaster? Is it dirty, is it filthy? Social determinants of health are things that are non-medical typically. So uh, food, clothing, shelter, those kinds of things. So these payers, as they're allowing you guys to, you know, come on board and offer these services and they're willing to pay for them, uh, they want to keep track of these social determinants of health. They're not going to necessarily ask you to do it, but the more you can prove and, and supply data that shows that your, your business is helping people spend less money on healthcare,
1: then uh, they'll be more
0: willing to pay. So every piece of data is helpful. So track everything. Even if it's on an Excel spreadsheet, track it. All right. So, last thing on my list, and then I'll take any questions that you might have. If you have a question, you're going to want to type it in to the little chat box, and you can start doing that anytime. You don't have to wait for me. Um, I am not the uh, be-all, end-all expert on Medicare Advantage plans, so I don't know which ones are available in your community. Sorry, you'll have to look that up. Okay, here is a program overview. So, Almost all of you, all of you are in what we call scope. Now, you've come to this from different places. You've been in older programs. We've renamed everything to scope. Some of you have different uh, benefits than others because you came from an older program, and we've kind of put everybody together, but you may get more stuff than somebody else because that's where you came from. We have all of that recorded, and we know. Uh, So SCOPE is our Senior Community Outreach Publishing and Engagement Program. Everybody should be in that program. That is the core of what we do. That is what we have done for 11 years is publish, publish content, and help you reach out to your community. But we've added some things on that may help you get some results a little bit quicker that you're looking for. The first one is the Senior Care Inquiry Program. This comes with access to our new CRM. This is a marketing CRM. This will not be a CRM that you can use to keep track of clients and staffing and all that. This is specific to marketing only. It's called the Approve Senior Care CRM. It is very nice. Uh, if it's used properly, you can see a lot of good data. If you don't use it, it's not going to help you very much, but it is a great place to keep track of what's going on. All right, so skip care. So that's our Senior Care Inquiry Program. We have, I don't know, more than 20, 25 people in it right now, and they love it. They don't want to turn it off. Does that mean that everybody who inquires is going to become a client? Absolutely not, but there is a lot of great interaction and conversation going on. We do all the heavy lifting on the front end. Your job in that program is to connect with the people who are requesting information and to make sure, A, they got their information, and B, that you are there for them. Everybody who comes in through that program is also added to your newsletter list. So after 30 days of dripping on them with texts and emails, they end up on your newsletter list uh, until they unsubscribe. So, we take care of all that for you. Your job is to communicate and be helpful. Some of that does turn into business. That's not a huge percentage, but it's a great way to grow your newsletter list and it's a great way to get more um, visibility in your local community and get actual people, families who are thinking about senior care issues in your wheelhouse. Highly recommended. All right, skip recruiting. So those of you who are having trouble with recruiting, we have opened up our CRM to allow you to do your recruiting through the CRM. That is another possibility there, and we have lots of folks doing that. So what happens there is we run Facebook ads. We are not worried about Indeed, ZipRecruiter, or any of those. We run location-targeted Facebook ads. We work with you on that. We set it up. We run it. We ask you your budget, And those people who um, pass through a couple of different, um, uh, they answer the deal breaker questions, like do you have uh, reliable transportation to and from work? Do you have a valid driver's license? Do you have your CHHA, CNA, HHA, whatever it is you guys need? If they can pass through that, then we send them on to you, and you can communicate with them through text, email, same same applies to the uh, Senior Care Inquiry Program. You can uh, use our CRM to text with them without having to use a phone of your own in the, or or like your on-call phone. That's ridiculous. You can see all the texts, go back and forth with them on setting up an appointment. You can call them directly from the CRM, and you can email them directly from the CRM. So all your communication can happen from one place as much as you like. And you can even use it for scheduling if you want to. Most of you already have something that handles that, but you can use our CRMs for scheduling of interviews and appointments if you want to. We will help you with that. All right, so you've got SCOPE, Skip for CARE, um, which is the Senior Care Inquiry Program, and then Skip Recruiting, which helps you with all of your recruiting needs. Both of those programs allow you to, uh, we allow you to import, and we'll do it for you, uh, old like caregivers who never came on board or old lists of uh, people who've inquired about a position before. We will upload that and set them into a campaign that gets them to answer you, see if they want to come back to work for you or come to work for you when they didn't before. Uh, And the Senior Care Inquiry Program, we will upload a list of leads from any service you've bought leads from And we will send those people through a process that allows the system to drip on them for 30 days, text them, et cetera. So we will do all of your old leads, old recruits, and new ones that come in all through that CRM. Okay, senior care websites. Yes, we still do senior care websites. We love doing our websites. Many of you have a website done through us. Please, 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 if you have a janky website that does not have a WordPress, it's not WordPress and it doesn't have a blog on it, and we're doing something else for you, please consider upgrading your website and making sure that you have a WordPress website that has a full blog on it. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the CRM just for a second. It's at com just to make it tongue tieable. I can say ASM CRM. Uh, inside of that, if you're already using it for the inquiry program or the recruiting program or both, some of you are doing both, awesome. Um, you can also reach out. I know you want more Google reviews. I know you want more Google reviews. You should be getting more reviews on Approved Senior Network. By the way, all of you have a free listing on Approved Senior Network. Not free. You have an expert listing on Approved Senior Network. You should be getting more reviews there. So if you want us to, we can use that CRM to send out um, emails once a month, once a quarter, whatever you want to a dedicated set of people. They would be current clients, past clients, adult children of aging parents, whoever you want to give us, and we will send them a request for a review. If you've been around a while, you've probably gotten a couple of those emails from me, uh, from us, and we hope that you'll leave us some kind words. So we will use it to enhance your reviews, to get more Google reviews, to get more um, uh, proof your network reviews. We will take care of setting everything up. All you have to do is give us the list of people, first name, last name, and their email address. Um, we can even text them if you are so bold to do that. <laughs> We'll even text them with the link and ask them to do it. Um, and, then, uh, and then database reengagement. What in the world does that mean? So I've talked about this briefly. That is if you have a list of leads that came from another service you bought leads from Karen homes or home senior in home care or whatever it is. If you bought leads and they didn't close, you send us those Excel spreadsheets. We will add those people to the CRM for you. We will set them up in a 30-day drip campaign. We will add them to your newsletter list. We will take care of it and see if those folks will re-engage with you. I'm happy to do that. If you want to learn more about any of these programs, how you get involved, if you're involved, which if you're on this call, yes, you're in one of these programs, um, you just go to our, I just made this a short link. It's bit.ly forward slash SR Market One. You have to make SR Market One all lowercase or it won't work. Bit.ly SR Market One, like Senior Market, SR Market One. Go there and you can see all of these um, have uh, like a little video with them and then you can click on it and see the whole list of information that comes with each program. If you have any questions, any questions about any of this, you need to go to support support.com. once you go there you can ask any question you want. If you have a question about any of this right now, then I'm happy to answer it. You just need to go to the little chat box and ask the question. So here it is, question time. Ding dong. All right. Oh, my voice keeps going in and out. That happens. Sorry. And that's the only question I have. Your voice keeps going in and out. Does anybody have questions about Medicare, about Google, or about um, the programs, about recruiting? Uh, We have done a really good job with the recruiting program that works super well. And I'm talking like uh, New York, Long Island, 98 um, people came through in one set of ads in 30 days. So if you need help with recruiting and you can afford to spend $5 a day on Facebook, that's $150 a month, which is probably cheaper than ZipRecruiter or Indeed, then you need to hit us up so that we can help you and you can connect with these people instantly via text, email, and phone in one place. It is amazing. Let me see. The Medicare Advantage stuff is really complicated. I've searched some of their websites and it's really a challenge. Just a comment. You're right, Susan, it is. They're not going to make this easy. And a lot of them have already contracted with, uh, some of the, well, if, you've, if you keep an eye on the news, you know, like I think Right at Home, Home Helpers, I'm sure they're all going through massive contract, um, trying to get contracts, you know, for their whole group, which is hard because everybody's so spread out. I mean, at, uh, for, for example, um, Anthem, Blue Cross Blue Shield is only in, you know, it's only certain plans. It's in certain states. Uh, so it is complicated. If I were you, I would go to whatever MA plans are available in your local area that you know if you were 65, you can enroll in right now and just focus on those. Does anyone have an idea what the reimbursement rate is? If it's like the CCC program or CCP program, forget it. All I read was that the reimbursement rate is not as good as private pay, which is understandable but better than Medicaid. So here's <laughs> anybody's guess. And I would uh, also say that chances are it's, of course, dependent on, uh, you know, the state you're in and dependent on the plan and the insurer as to how much they're going to pay. What, How much faith do they really have in this is going to determine what they're going to be willing to pay. Um, I would say Anthem, although I can't. They're an early adopter of this, so it's chances are they're um, middle of the road or a better payer because they seem to be very committed to it. United Healthcare seems pretty committed, um, you know. So you just Humana probably. So you just have to check out their websites and see what you can do. Jumping through hoops, yes, absolutely, you're going to jump through some hoops. And will it really add that much to your bottom line? I don't know. What does 40 hours a week times three weeks do for you? Uh, or 20 hours a week times six weeks? It's not a bad gig if you have like 10 people, but I don't know. So it's, the time is now, though, to start looking at this because it's 2020, it's really going to start taking off. So if you're interested, the time is now to start looking at getting contracts in. Anybody else have any questions about programs, about recruiting, about leads, about any of this? Google, if not, we're going to call it a month. And you're welcome to hit me up on uh, support at ltcepsupport.com. That's all I got, guys. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And, oh, wait, wait, I'm flashing. I'm flashing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Susan. Um, If anybody has anything else they need, hit me up on support. Have a great week, guys. Bye.